I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Two things you have to feel great about tonight if you're a Padres fan. First, the Padres have now won eight in a row, and they have won 11 of their last 12 games. Second, your San Diego Padres have now taken sole possession of first place in the National League West after the Giants lost to the Dodgers earlier today. And going along with that point, the Padres, get ready for this, Padres fans. The Padres now own the best record in baseball. They moved to 29-17 and on the season and the uh, Red Sox are the next best team. They are twenty nine and eighteen, so they have one more loss, but they are tied for the for uh, number of wins. But that is not a big deal because the Padres. I mean, when was it, I don't think anybody thought about this three weeks ago that the Padres are going to be the best team in baseball. There was a, a lot of panic happening here in San Diego with the Padres, but now they are on a roll. That is an understatement. Like I said, eight in a row, 11 of their last 12, and uh, you have to love what you're seeing from the Padres. They are aggressive on the base pass. They have Denelson Lamette throwing uh, three innings tonight, looking great, striking out five. You got Ryan Weathers pitching four innings, and he only gave up one run. You have uh, um, Craig Stammen coming in, getting a really quick one inning of work in, and he struck out two. Everything is working for the Padres right now. Uh, Mateo stole a base. Profar stole a base. Tatis Jr. stole a base. And uh, it's just, I can't say enough about this Padres team. They have been able to do things that no one thought they were going to be able to do during the time that they've done it. And that would be missing a lot of their players for the first start of this streak. And now, all of a sudden, they're sitting there at the top of the National League West, and they're sitting there at the top of all of baseball. This is very exciting, Padres fans. So please, uh, give us a call. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres win tonight 6-4. to four. It was a little bit more dramatic than we thought it was going to be. It was... Uh, they had to bring in Mark Melanson to close it down. He got a, uh, he got another save, and that will be his uh, 16th save on the season. And I, I mean, I, I just can't. I, I don't really have words to explain where we were a couple weeks ago and where we are now. That's just baseball for you. And the Padres have kicked it into high gear. It's it's a whole different team. Fernando Tatis Jr. went two for three tonight. He's raised his batting average to two ninety. He's he's taking he's doing things that we saw him do last year and the year before, where he's stre- he's stretching singles into doubles and making it look easy. Uh, Hassan Kim, you know, he has struggled at the plate a little bit, but he he still is is performing very well defensively. Uh, and you're getting people like uh, Austin Nola. He's involved. He gets two walks tonight, or he gets on base twice with two walks. He had a hit as well. He went one for two. But then you got Tommy Pham, and Tommy Pham has been the butt of a lot of jokes 
for the Padres fans this year, but he walked four times tonight, so he's doing he's finding different ways to get on base. Everything is working for the Padres right now. So please join if you want to join us and comment on what you saw tonight, the game, if you're leaving the game, 833-288-0973. We're waiting on Jace Tingler to meet with the media so that we can hear what he had to say about tonight. All good things, I'm sure. Uh, I, I think what we can take away from tonight is that Denelson Lamette looks like he's ready to start, and he's ready to start now. He went three innings, very strong. He uh, had 41 pitches on the night, 31 for strikes, five strikeouts. I don't think that they can afford to use Denelson Lament out of the bullpen, bullpen any longer because it's it, it, he's too good. He's pitching too well. His slider's working. Everything is working for him, and it seems like he can cruise through a couple, at least five innings as a starter. And I know I'm getting a little greedy, but tonight he went through three innings, and it was very easy work for him. So uh, we're going to be talking about Denelson Lamet a lot tonight. Craig Stammen gets the win for the Padres. He moves to 3-1 and one on the year. And I don't know if you know how good Craig Stammen has been this year. His ERA is now 1.69. And three wins is is pretty pretty darn good for the Padres reliever. All right, we're still waiting on Jace Tingler. Um, let's go to break real quick and get situated. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do some game highlights. We're going to get to the phones. We're going to talk to Coach, and uh, we're going to hear from Jace Tingler. So we'll do all that when we get back. But the Padres have beaten the Mariners 6-4. to four. They've won eight straight. They are now the National League West leaders after the Giants lost to the Dodgers earlier today, and they are top of baseball with the record at 29-17. and 17. All amazing things to talk about. So we'll we'll get to all that when we get back here on the Padres Post Game Show. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is 97.3 The Fan. This is Eric Hosmer from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. We'll be hearing from Eric Hosmer in just one second. This is Matt Scraby with you here on 97.3 The Fan Padres Post Game Show. The Padres take down the Mariners 6-4, to and I'm watching a video of Austin Nola on the field right now with a chain that the Padres have, and it spins as well, so make sure you go on Twitter and check that out. Uh, we're going to get to some of your calls in a little bit, but we have to go through some of the game highlights here from Jace Tangler and talk to Coach, so please stay right there if you want to join us. 833-288-0973, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby. And I will try to fit in some of your tweets later on in the postgame show. But first, let's go back through everything that happened tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. Well, the first inning did not see the offense we saw from the Padres last night, and both sides made it through the first without scoring. In the top of the second, Ryan Weathers allowed two singles to the 8-9 and nine hitter, but was able to get out of it. He did throw 40 pitches in two innings. It turned out to be no big deal. The Padres took the lead off Justice Sheffield and the Mariners in the bottom of the second after Austin Nola walked, and Hassan Kim battled with an eight-pitch at-bat, resulting in this. Let you know how serious it is. 2-2, ground ball, third base, and fair down the line. Seager couldn't get there. Nola hit second on his way to third. Kelnick digging it out of the corner. They'll wave Nola. Crawford cuts off the throw. There is no relay, and an RBI double, Hassan Kim, to give the Padres a 1-0 lead in the second. You can hear how loud the crowd, and we're just getting we're getting set for a full Petco Park here in just a few weeks. And so if that's the sound of the crowd now, I can't imagine what the sound of the crowd is going to be like in a few weeks. The Mariners wasted no time, though, getting back into the game in the top of the third, and their best hitter, Mitch Hanniger, turned a 94-mile-an-hour fastball around. Lewis and Seager to follow, 2-3-4 and four against Weathers, as this pitch is hit really well out to deep left field. Bam's going back. He's at the wall. He will climb the wall, but he will not have a chance to make a play. Now five rows up and out, a home run for Mitch Hanniger, his 13th of the season. And just like that, the game is tied 1-1. One to one. Top of the third was the toughest inning for Ryan Weathers, but he limited the damage to just that home run. And the bottom of the third saw the Padres go down after Jake Cronenworth struck out and the Mariners caught jerks and Profar stealing to end the inning. Top of the fourth was the most efficient for Weathers. He only needed eight pitches to get through that inning. Moving to the bottom of half of the fourth, it started with a Tatis leadoff double, but after an Eric Hosmer fly out to J.P. Crawford, Tatis tried to steal third, and Justice Sheffield caught him before he started home with the pitch. 
pitch, and Kyle Seager tagged out Tatis. Otherwise, nothing going on for the Padres. Ryan Weathers, though, he went four strong innings once again, striking out two, only giving up an earned run with a homer surrendered to Mitch Hanniger. He threw 67 pitches on the night and 46 of those for strikes, so very good night for Ryan Weathers. Craig Stammen, he replaced Ryan Weathers and continued his dominant year, striking out two and getting through the top of the fifth. One, two, three. Jorge Mateo led off the fifth with a single in the center. Joe Musgrove, yes, that's right. Joe Musgrove, pinch hit, laid down a perfect sacrifice bunt to move Mateo over to second. Then Mateo tried to steal third, and the crowd went nuts. Here's the pitch, and going from second, Mateo, throw down to third, goes into left field. Jorge will come in to score, and the Padres take a 2-1 to one lead. Mateo steals second, scores on the throwing error by Murphy. And you talk about manufacturing a run, there you go. Speed kills, and it can't be top. Speed does kill. Jorge Mateo uh, scoring there, and Tom Murphy, he had a tough night for the Mariners. But right after that, things broke wide open for the Padres. Tommy Pham walked. Jerks and Profar moved Pham to third with a single to right. The Mariners intentionally walked Fernando Tatis Jr., and Eric Hosmer, he took that personally. Bases loaded, two down. Two balls and two strikes to Haas. Here's the pitch and a liner in the left field for a base hit. Pham has come in to score. Profar behind him. Kelnick's throw will roll behind the plate. Now it gets away. Tatis going to try and score. The throw, not in time. All three runs come in. The throw gets away again. And now Hosmer down to third base. A two-run double and two errors. And now a 5-1 Padre lead in the fifth. And that was a really, really good call by Jesse Agler. There was a ton happening on that play, and he called everything and made it very easy to understand. So uh, it was 5-1. to one. It was a five-run bottom of the fifth for the Padres. That led to Denelson Lamette getting some work in. He came in the top of the sixth and sat the Mariners down 1-2-3. Padres got a, a base runner in the bottom of the sixth, but nothing happening for them. Denelson Lamette then again faced the Mariners in the top of the seventh, gave up a single, but the Mariners never threatened. Fernando Tatis Jr. led off the bottom of the seventh with a missile into left field, 106 miles an hour off the bat. Second double of the game for Fernando Tatis Jr. There was some movement on the base path, but nothing comes from it. Uh, Lamette came back out for the top of the eighth, and the Mariners, they added one more with a Jacob Nottingham sacrifice fly, and uh, that was it for Denelson Lamette. He looked great tonight, and he looked like he's ready for the starter role. He pitched three innings giving up only two hits, an unearned run, and struck out five batters on 41 pitches, with 31 of those being strikes. So, very good night for Lamette. Fast forward to the top of the ninth, and Austin Adams on to close out the game. He struggled to find his command, as we have seen at times. He gave up a, a uh, double, then Tom Murphy scored to make it 6-3 Padres. Adams hits Sam Haggerty with a pitch, and Jay Tingler, he had seen enough. He went to the bullpen to bring in closer Mark Melanson. The Mariners weren't going to go down quietly. Melanson got the second out by striking out rookie Jared Kelnick. Then Hanniger hits a little dribbler down the third baseline. Melanson throws the ball into the ground, and Hosmer couldn't scoop it, which scored Sam Haggerty, and the game was within two, six to four Padres. And uh, with a runner on first, Mark Melanson had Kyle Lewis in an 0-2 count. Two outs in the ninth inning. Melanson ready. Here's the pitch. Tried to check his swing. They appeal. He went, and that is the strikeout, and that is the ball game. Padres win another eight in a row as they beat the Mariners 6-4 to four here tonight behind great pitching from Weathers and Stammen and Lamette. And Mark Melanson comes out to pick up his 16th save in his many opportunities. And that would be Mark Melanson, as you just heard Jesse say, 16th save. And it's just crazy how he's been able to go out there and just lock down every game that he's pretty much appeared in. So that was it for the Padres. They win six to four on they they score six runs on eight six, eight hits. They did have one error. The Mariners on the other side they scored four runs on nine hits, but they did have three very very uh, damaging errors that cost them the game. The Padres moved to twenty nine and seventeen on the year, while the Mariners moved to twenty one and twenty five. Craig Stammen gets the win. He moves to three and one. Justice Sheffield gets the loss for the Mariners. He moves to three and four. And as we just said, Mark Melanson gets the save for the Padres, uh, his 16th of the year. We are going to waste no time right now. Uh, I know we have some, a few callers. Hang on the line, 833-288-0973. But we can't leave the manager 
uh, he, we can't leave him uh, waiting for us to get to his post-game press conference. So here is Jay Stingler meeting with the media after the game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Hey, Jace, how much was that fifth inning kind of emblematic of what you want from this team? You've got Joe Musgrove with the sack bunt, some big hits, Mateo with the wheels. How much did that kind of encapsulate this team? Yeah, that was that that was our best offensive uh, you know, inning there and and you're right, you know, Joe pinch pinch hits and you know, I, I guess it starts with uh Mateo with the two strike hit and then Joe steps up and gets the bunt down and and uh obviously we have good at bats behind it. Um and then, you know, Haas uh steps up with the two strike uh line drive to left and um really I I've loved the way we've ran the bases uh, you know, all year. Uh, I thought like last night, uh, for whatever reason, I was kind of looking up. I just thought guys were flying around the bases. And then, you know, same thing tonight. And, um, you know, we, we get the base hit to left. And, you know, Bobby's had some great decisions over there, you know, all year and being aggressive. Um, and then uh, Tatis just heads up. Like, not only are you running fast, but uh, your eyes are up. And, you know, as soon as you see the ball get by, you know, before a coach can say, go, go, go. You know, they've already got two steps and, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's great. And obviously Mateo stealing third there, you know, to, to start the inning. And that's after we already got busted uh, with an inside move that they, you know, haven't shown, hadn't done all, all year. And uh, we are, you know, we're going to play fearless. We're not going to um, stop being aggressive. We're not afraid to get thrown out. Um, and so that that's what I love, um, you know, the, the the way the guys are busting it, the way they run the bases, the at bats, the defense, the pitching. Um, that's that's it, it, it's exciting baseball, and it's guys uh, pulling for one another, playing with energy. Was it significant today to see Lamette go three innings? Um, no, I, I I think the most important thing was just how sharp he was the the, the, the entire time. So um, I. We don't have, hey, you've got to do, uh, you know, three innings and it's got to be this, this. It's, it's more of a feel thing right now. Um, so uh, for him to, his stuff was really good. Fastball slider was good. He actually threw a change up or two tonight. I think that's what he uh, gave up the, the, the hit on um, to, to, to right field. Um, but for him to maintain his stuff tonight and stay sharp and, you know, he came out feeling really good, um, a very, very positive outing. Um, and we'll see how he feels tomorrow and the, the, the following day. Uh, but, but I do, I think it was a significant, uh, uh, you know, step forward for him and, and hopefully he continues to build confidence, um, going forward. Just saw a stat that um, you guys have the best winning percentage in all of baseball. I think you're tied with Boston for the most wins. Like, is that just meaning? I know it's May, but is it meaningful for you, especially considering that you guys have been dealt some lumps along the way? Um, it's May. Uh, it's uh, more important the, the, the way that, uh, you know, we're playing. Um, we're pitching. We're playing defense. We're running the bases well, and we're not punching. And uh, we're battling, playing with energy, uh, all those things. You do those things, you've got a great chance of, of winning games. And so it's a byproduct of playing, you know, good, solid uh, winning baseball. Uh, so I still think uh, 
we are going to be, I know we're a team that continues to improve throughout the summer. That's our goal. Um, it's not to play our best version of, uh, of our baseball right now. Uh, we we want to continue to build on, on, on what we're doing. We want to continue to improve. Last one from me. I know you talked about Tatis leading off in that cleanup spot. Are you liking what you're seeing there from him? He seems like he's been doing that. I'm, um, I'm loving what I'm seeing. Uh, just how under control he is at the plate. Love what he's doing defensively. Love what he's doing on the bases. Love the smile. Love the way he's communicating with his teammates. Uh, love his leadership. Um, and uh, just battling grabbing an extra 90 feet uh, throughout the night. Um, I'm loving a lot of things, what I'm seeing right now. Thank you, Jace. That was Jace Tingler postgame with the media after a 6-4 to four Padres win, the eighth win in a row. So Jace Tingler is feeling really good about himself right now and about his team, and he should. He definitely should. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, thanks to some of your guys' tweets. I'm going to get to those a little bit later. At Matt Scraby. Thank you to everyone who's still holding on the phones, 833-288-0973. But first, let's go and talk with Coach John Quintera. He is weekdays here on the station, noon to 3. And Coach, I mean, 8 wins, 11 of their last 12. They're leading baseball now in the record department. They're leading the National League West. I guess this is what we all expected at this point in the season, right? Well, I don't know about uh, this point in the season, Maddie, but I can tell you this ball club uh, doing some really great things. And, and considering, you know, they had guys out there for a significant part of the time, and, you know, Grisham wasn't in the lineup tonight. Manny's missed the last two ball games. Uh, you also have uh, uh, had the, the situation uh, with Will Myers being out, and hopefully, you know, Will will be, uh, you know, maybe back tomorrow or maybe Monday in Milwaukee. I mean, uh, it's been great. Now, I got to tell you a couple of things I wanted to bring up tonight. I want to start with Tommy Pham, first of all, because, you know, it's easy. And I know on the talk shows he's been getting killed by, by the fans, and everybody's been asking me, you know, how much longer the Padres going to give. And I said, well, you got to give them at least to the end of the month, if not, uh, you know, give them that, that long road trip they're, they're going to be going on uh, starting Monday with four games in Milwaukee, and then they move over to Houston and finish up at, in Chicago at Wrigley Field. But, you know, Tommy Pham walked four times tonight. He was 0 for 1, had four walks, scored a run. You know, he's struggling average-wise, hitting 193. But you know that his on-base percentage is 347. And if you went back to the Padre Ball Club in 2018, that's what led the uh, that that would have led the Padre Ball Club in on base percentage. So wow. you know the other thing I wanted to bring up was about Jace Tingler. Uh, I think the lineup, and I know a lot of people tonight when they saw this lineup, especially with Tommy Pham leading off, and said, "What is Tingler doing?" Well, I'm going to tell you what he was doing. Uh, he he's made some very very interesting lineups the last couple of days, and this one tonight. Uh, I think really benefited two ball players. I think it benefited Tommy Pham a great deal because you put him in the leadoff spot with as hot as some of these guys have been behind him, guys like Cronenworth and Tatis. And Jake had a tough night tonight. I mean, uh, he ended up uh, going 0 for 5 with three punch outs. But nonetheless, you have Pham up there. You're going to get more fastballs because guys are going to challenge you because they don't want to walk you, which they ended up doing tonight because he's got a pretty good eye. And he's always had a good eye. And then Profar who's had a really difficult time this year, Matt, swinging the bat from the right-handed side of the plate. They put him, you know, in, in front of Cronenworth, uh, uh, who's been red hot. Now, obviously, Jake wasn't red hot tonight, but, you know, going in, uh, you know, he had a big ball game last night and been on a real roll the last week or so. And it gave Profar an opportunity to see some better pitches tonight, and he got two hits right-handed. So maybe that'll get him jump-started. But I thought the two guys he put at the top of the lineup tonight, uh, there was a plan in place, and I think the, the plan worked very, very well for Jace Tingler tonight. Yeah, you, you could say that again, Coach. Uh, what did you think of Denelson Lamet? Do you think that he is – do you think that they have used him enough to get him back ready to start? Because he looked, he looked awesome tonight. Five strikeouts, three innings. He didn't give up much of anything. He had uh, 41 pitches, 31 of those for strikes. It looks like he's ready to go at the starter role. 
Well, not only that, he looked free and easy out there to me, and that's the first thing uh, I was looking for tonight. I thought he looked fantastic. And, you know, I don't know what the game plan is. I haven't really uh, – this has been one of the more bizarre things, to be honest with you, I've ever seen uh, with a major league pitching staff uh, and with one player. I mean, you're carrying this guy on the roster. He pitches, you know, two innings a week, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then you really don't know when he's going to pitch again. Uh, but tonight, I mean – now, tonight, I, I actually started to see some things happen that, you know, I think the Padres, you know, going on this, you know, 20 games in 20 days, uh, and then they get an off day and they go right back at it. I could see them going to that six-man rotation and giving him an opportunity. He may not be able to go, you know, five uh, the first uh, time out or not, but he obviously can go three and be pretty strong, probably uh, get a fourth out of him. But, again, uh, they're going to have to wait and see, Matt, and see how he feels tomorrow and on Monday as well. And then I think we're going to have a little bit better game plan. But uh, he looked fantastic tonight. And, and Craig Stammen came in, you know, uh, he was uh, – uh, wedged in there in between weathers who and I didn't think Ryan had his great stuff tonight I think he was very fortunate uh, to get out of that first inning tonight without giving up a run Tommy Pham made that great diving catch to start the game against Jared Kelnick and then Hanniger was on first and he wasn't paying attention and weathers picked him off so you know there could have been some uh, uh, tough pitchers to have to be made in that first inning but you know, he ended up having runners I believe uh, on second and third and he got out of it uh, but Ryan didn't have his great stuff but you know what uh, I thought he ended up pitching pretty well tonight. The numbers showed that. Stam in that one inning, two punch outs, and I got the win. Dropped his ERA down to 1.69. So, you know, there are a lot of positives right now with this ball club. And, uh, you know, you can always sit back, uh, win or lose, and, well, you could have done this or you could have done that. Padres are making a lot of hustle plays, and, and I really like what Jace was talking about with Tatis hustling on the bases. But you know what? Everyone, Mateo tonight, I know he, a lot of people, uh, he probably should have caught that fly ball, but he hasn't played a whole lot of uh, center field. And that ball was slicing away uh, with a left-hand hitter who hit it. But, you know, Mateo got his one hit tonight, uh, stole third base, uh, ended up coming home on a bad throw. Uh, and like we always say, Speed uh, never goes into a slump. Speed can show up to the ballpark each and every night, and that's why the Padres right now are putting a lot of pitchers and catchers on notice, and infielders as well. They better they better keep their head up, or the Padres are going to be running, and they're not going to stop running. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent. What what do you think about all the uh, different time? What do you think about them being so aggressive going from second to third? Because we've seen it a couple times this year, and it hasn't really. I mean, it did bite them when Trent Grisham was called out when Manny Machado was at the plate. But we've seen yeah. them try to steal third many times. Are you uh, a fan of that? Well, I'm a fan of it in the right situation. Uh, you go back to that day at, at Coors Field in Colorado. That was the wrong time to steal it for yeah. two reasons. Number mm -hmm. one, uh, he got thrown out. That ends the inning. Number two, uh, it was a double steal. So that's going to leave first base open. So you're going to take the bat out of Manny Machado's hands. I'm not taking the bat out of my own teammates' hands. I mean, it was bad. If you make it, it's bad. And if you're thrown out, it's even worse because it's the end of the inning. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Coach, is there anything else left on your mind tonight that you want to get in here before we let you go? Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to mention Joe Musgrove coming off the bench tonight, laying down a nice sacrifice bun. I hopefully uh, some of the other pitchers on that Padre staff took notice and will maybe work a little bit harder at it. Uh, I know Joe was a pretty good hitter out there at Grossmont High School, and he likes to swing the bat. He's got a passion to want to swing the bat. Uh, but you know, little things like that help, and, and especially as you get deeper into the year, and maybe a starter doesn't go deep, and you don't want to empty your bench in the you know the sixth or seventh inning. You want to keep your key guys on the bench you know for later in the ball game in the seventh eighth or ninth or possibly extra innings those pitchers they need to work harder at that I mean they they I and they should take pride in it more than anything else I mean they they got to figure out how to get it done and you know I I know they don't put a lot of time into swinging the bat but you know what you can really help the ball club you can help yourself stay into a ball game you know sometimes there may be in the, in the fifth or sixth anywhere your pitch count isn't real high yet you're down a run and if you may be able to lay down a bunt and have showed your manager you've been able to get this job done then he might forego the pinch hitter and let you have that opportunity but you got to earn that opportunity through hard work and and getting it done uh, when the lights are on and, and people 
people are in the stands, and that's the other thing I'm happy about. Think about this, Matt. June 17th, mm-hmm. they can sell that ballpark out against the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, absolutely. I was saying it during the highlights, there was one play where it sounded like it was a full stadium, and I and there's only 15,000 people there. I can't imagine what it's going to sound like when they're packing the entire stadium. So that's exciting stuff coming up for Padres fans. Absolutely, and uh, congratulations to Mark uh, Melance and another outstanding effort tonight. I mean, he had that cut fastball. I uh, ended up striking out Lewis on a knuckle curve. Uh, he had it all working tonight. Uh, good job by the Shark. Yeah, I love the Shark. All right, Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight on the postgame show. You'll be back on tomorrow, uh, hopefully after a another Padre sweep. Hey, Matt, think about this. They're eight in a row. You mentioned 11 out of 12. I'm so excited. Now I'm going to go to bed with a smile on my face. <laughs> but uh, the Padres, 8-0 on this homestand. They've got an opportunity tomorrow to go 9-0 on this homestand before they go out on that long, lengthy, very difficult road trip, I might add. Yeah, stacking wins when they absolutely can do it right now against some of the teams that are a little bit of a lesser competition. But that's what you need to do. You need to win when you are supposed to win. And that's exactly what they've been doing. Thanks so much, Coach. Hey, keep the ball rolling, my friend. Good oh, win tonight by the Friars. Yes, absolutely. That was Coach John Cantera. He joins us on every post-game show here on 97.3 The Fan. And uh, you can listen to him noon to three weekdays during uh, during baseball season, actually during the full entire year. So thanks again to Coach. All right, I am going to go to the phone lines for Kathy because Kathy is one of our my favorite callers and one of my favorite uh, people to talk to. She's been waiting a long time. How are you doing, Kathy? What's going on? Well, my day started off bad because I left Los Angeles at twelve at ten thirty and got here about four thirty because of that close down at fifteen. Oh yeah. But being at being at the game tonight, I made it. I made it worth it, dude. It was so awesome being there, seeing that when they walked Tatis to get to Haas, I was like, dude, just make him regret it. <laughs> and he did. He did, and, and Hosmer's kind of your guy because I know that you've said on Gwyn and Chris that you, you came from KC, and you followed him at KC, and then he came over here to the Padres. So you uh, you were in the stadium watching him do what he needs to do. Exactly. I mean, I grew up in San Diego, and when I graduated from school for this in 94, I moved to Kansas City. So, you know, back then you can't watch out-of-market games. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so I became a royal fan and watched him come up in 2011. But it's this this whole season and last season and this season's reminded me of the 14-15 Royals and what they did and the fun that they had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the atmosphere being in that stadium tonight. Like you said, just the noise. It was just so fun to watch it and to and to see everybody just having an awesome time. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm going to have to get down there. Tomorrow. Yes, you do. And Darvish is pitching tomorrow, so I've got high hopes for the ninth win in a row and a sweep of the homestand and being two games. Well, probably not two games first because the Dodgers might take over. No, let's not say that. Let's not say that. Oh, yeah, hopefully the Giants will win, but oh my God, this has like been so incredible. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call, Kathy. As always, uh, it, it's pretty incredible for Padres fans right now, and it's pretty incredible for everyone who's able to get out and about and into the stadium and just what what everybody's been through this past couple, you know, maybe year and a half. It's just it just seems like everybody's having a good time, and they're able to come out and watch a great Padres team this year. So uh, appreciate the phone call, Kathy. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. But in the meantime, we're going to head to break on the other side. We're going to, at some point, we're going to hear from Ryan Weathers, and we're also going to give you the play of the game. So that's all ahead. I'm going to read some tweets. Good stuff. The Padres win 6-4 to four over the Mariners. They have won 8 straight. They have also won 11 out of their last 12. And if you didn't hear me earlier, the Padres are now the leading all of baseball record wise they are uh 29 and 17 which takes them to a 63% winning percentage so great stuff great stuff for everyone involved great stuff for Padres fans and great stuff for us here at 973 the fan we'll be right back in a couple minutes and we will hear from Ryan Weathers uh, Matt Scraby with you on the Padres post game show on 973 the fan this is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. 
And I am Matt Scravey with you here on the Padres postgame show after a Mariners loss. I was going to say, I don't know why I was almost about to say that they won because they didn't win. The Padres won 6-4 to four and they have won now 8 straight. Looking to close out the uh, homestand sweep tomorrow with a ninth straight win. I mean, I can't remember the last time the Padres did something like that. And I'm sure that someone out there on the stat world will be able to fill us in. But uh we will uh, check on – I'm going to try to check on that by the end of the postgame show. I'm not sure if I'm going to get that, but I'm going to at least do my best. So right now, though, we do need to name our play of the game. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold. Public. Packed with lemonade flavor. Bases loaded, two down. Two balls and two strikes to Haas. Here's the pitch and a liner into left field for a base hit. Pam has come in to score. Profar behind him. Kelnick's throw will roll behind the plate. Now it gets away. Tatis going to try and score. The throw, not in time. All three runs come in. The throw gets away again. And now Hosmer down to third base. A two-run double and two errors. And now a 5-1 Padre lead in the fifth. And that was, uh, I said it in the highlight section, Eric Hosmer must have taken that personally because I I can't imagine walking. I mean, yes, I can't imagine walking Fernando Tatis Jr. It just seems like the smart play. But then you got Eric Hosmer right behind him. So it's not very, it's not, uh, it doesn't probably feel good if you're the manager of the Mariners Scott Service knowing that you're passing on Tatis just to get another guy up there that can hit really well and hit well with runners in scoring position in Eric Cosmer. So that was our play of the game. Before we get to Ryan Weathers, I want to read a few tweets um, from at, uh, I can't say that name. Never mind. I'm not going to say that name because I, I don't know if that's a bad word or not. But anyway, they say, I, uh, where did it go? This is embarrassing. Okay, here we go. Matt Scraby, best record in Major League Baseball. Finally got ahead of the Giants. Good thing we played three subpar teams in a row. Hopefully we have our Ducks in a row for the Brewers. So that came from at Marty underscore blood at Padres underscore old fart fan. <laughs> Uh, They say that they live in Idaho Falls, and they say, uh, they tweeted me, I wear my Padres cap all the time. This year here in Idaho Falls, I get comments all the time. Many years ago, Idaho Falls was a Padres major league team, and there are still fans here, so good stuff there. Also, at Brandon Evans 619 sent me a sweet picture of Tommy Pham in honor of him getting the golden eye is what we're calling it. The four walks in the game instead of uh, the golden sombrero, which is four strikeouts. You get a a golden eye is what the guys on the broadcast came up with. And it's Tommy Pham on the golden eye movie poster for the James Bond. So very good tweet, Brandon Evans, 619. And if you want to tweet me, at Matt Scravey. But until then, oh, I hold on. I got someone found the last time the Padres swept a nine-game homestand. Just came in on Twitter. From Dr. Underscore Phil Underscore Good, the last time and only time the Padres swept a nine-game homestand was May 15th through the 24th, 2009. So it's been 12 years, if I did my math correctly there. So right in the same time period, too. Kind of crazy. Thank you, Philip, for sending me that uh, right now so that I can relay that to everyone. Appreciate the stat finding. All right, let's go in uh, here from Ryan Weathers. He talked to the media after the game. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Uh, arm felt good. Um, obviously, wish I could have some pitches back. Um, just making a couple little tweaks and then, you know, hopefully get back on the right page. Uh was proud of limited damage. Um, obviously had a lot of runners on and uh, just kind of out there, just kind of in survival mode, just trying to limit the damage and keep the team in the game to win. Overall, you've just been doing really well your first full season here in the big leagues. What do you think overall, especially coming back from that, the issue that you had with your arm earlier and just building back up again? Uh, feels really good. Um, just had a little bug there, but um you know, hope getting back on the right track and uh, getting back to normal. And uh, tonight I felt really good and uh, felt normal. Just some of the stuff wasn't there, but overall a very positive outing. I see you or we see you around a lot of the veteran pitchers a lot. How much throughout the season is it helping to lean on them and learn from them? Uh, a lot. Um, you know, obviously I get to talk to Snell, Musgrove, Darvish, and all those guys. Um, you know, they're willing to help me out anytime I need to and uh, talk about anything and talk about pitching, just anything in general. 
and um, they've been a really big help for me. This is just a curiosity thing for me, but like when you have a dad who's pitched for as long as he has, is he your first go-to when it comes to things or do you lean on some guys in the clubhouse first sometimes? Um, you know, I, I just kind of get, you know, just kind of ask questions around to everybody. Um, obviously with my dad, I trust him a lot. Uh, he's played the game for a long time, but uh, baseball has also changed from when he played. And so just kind of lean on some of the guys now with the new wave of baseball and just uh, any way I can get help, um, I'm all for it. Thanks, Ryan. Kevin. Hey, Ryan. What did you see on the pickoff? Because that was a different move than your, your other two hit Ben. Um, you know, sometimes uh, teams would kind of try to look in from first base at the catcher's signals. And uh, just kind of out of my peripheral, I could see him kind of looking in and just saw an opportunity to do a snap throw there. And uh, it worked out well. How long? I mean, I imagine three years ago when you were pitching in high school, you would pick off a lot of guys. I mean, you're, how long has that been such a weapon of yours that you're so confident? Um, you know, obviously, any way you control the game, uh, controlling the running game is a big aspect of pitching. And, uh, you know, if I can get one good move in there, you know, it can, might can shut down the run game for a little bit. But uh, any way I can keep runners occupied to one base and only go base to base is uh, – that was uh, Ryan Weathers with the media earlier today. And number one, love the the uh, Tennessee accent that he's got going on there. And number two, you just heard Kevin Acey say it. He said that Ryan Weathers was in high school three years ago. I can't believe that. I mean, I graduated high school in 2003. And I, I just can't imagine being a guy who pitches in high school and then three years later you're pitching on the biggest stage starting games for the best team in baseball. So all great stuff there from Ryan Weathers. He pitched very well tonight as well as all the other pitchers for the Padres. Um, so just commenting real quick on that stat about the last Padres nine game homestand sweep, May 4th, 15th through 24th, 2009 uh, at Asada Fries 619, which honestly I might have to go get some of those on the way home. Uh, the day they they say the days of dumpster diving have gone away with some real owners. So very excited Padres fans out there. If you want to tweet me, you can at Matt Scraby. But until then, we are going to head to break. I need to name the player of the game. We're going to check on some scores. And uh, there is no home runs tonight, but we will tell you how many home runs the Padres have hit on the season so far. That's all next after the break. The Padres win six to four over the Mariners. They've won eight straight. They have won 11 of their last 12. I'm Matt Scravey. This is the Post Game Show. Back in a few minutes. This is Jesse Agler. You're listening to the Padre Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan. Thank you, Jesse. I am Matt Scravey. This is, as you know, the Padres Post Game Show after a Padres 6-4 win over the Mariners. Uh, we are going to go and update some scores a little bit later, but it's time. I haven't done this yet. I haven't named this specific player for an award, and he earned it. So let's get into it. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. Here's the 0-2 from Weathers. That's lifted in the air out to shallow left center field. Long run. Both guys. Fam coming on. He slides forward and he makes the catch. Going to hang a star for Tommy Pham. Yes, Tommy Pham is going to get the player of the game. Number one, he got the Golden Eye, which is now our new name for four walks in a game. And he made that catch to start the game. So very good night for Tommy Pham. I don't care. If you don't like it, he deserves it. So we're going to give it to him. He is the player of the game. Good for you, Tommy Pham. Hopefully you are able to uh, get going after tonight's four-walk game. All right, let's talk about what's happening around baseball. It's time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. By the way, I'm starving, so OGs sounds really, really good right now. I just gotta say. I just gotta say. If you're listening, OGs, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, there's only one game right now happening in baseball, and that is the A's and the Angels in the bottom of the eighth inning. The A's are leading 6-1. to one. Uh, Shohei Otani is up to bat. He just hit a long fly ball, and he will end up scoring someone. I don't know who it was, but that was all live. Shohei Otani gets a triple 
right here as soon as we talk about it. Pretty crazy. Uh, f- the rest of the games are finals tonight. The Yankees beat the White Sox seven to nothing. Garrett Cole moves to six and two on the year. His ERA is now down to one point eight one. We talked about it earlier. The Rockies beat the Diamondbacks seven to six. Madison Bumgarner took the loss there. The Nationals beat the Orioles 12 to 9. Brad Hand gets a 6 save on the year and Daniel Hudson moves to 3 and 0. His ERA is 1.13. Well, uh the Astros were in uh Dallas or I guess Arlington area to take on the Rangers. Rangers beat the Astros though 8 to 4. Astros will be seeing the Padres here. Uh, believe starting on Friday. The Tigers have uh, put some wins together, but they did lose tonight to the Royals 7-5 in Kansas City. In 10 innings, the Indians beat the Twins 5-3. to The After the drubbing last night, the Braves gave the Pirates. The Pirates could only muster one run, but the Braves put up six, so they win 6-1. to It's pretty strange. I was looking at the stats. The Braves have hit 75 home runs this season, but they're only 22 and 24 on the year. I mean, they're they're one of the best hitting teams in baseball. I guess their pitching is not keeping up. The Marlins were home to the Mets, and they won 3-1. The Reds lost to the Brewers at home 4-3. And this is the big one. The Dodgers beat the Giants 6-3. Dodgers moved to 28-18. The Giants are 28-18. So big game tomorrow between the Dodgers and the Giants. The uh, Cardinals beat the Cubs two to one. The Red Sox moved to twenty nine and eighteen on the year with a four three win over the Phillies. The Rays beat the Blue Jays of Florida three to one, and as you know, the Padres beat the Mariners six to four. So that is what happened around baseball. Now let's find out how many home runs we have tallied up for this year. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez Fur on the Padres Radio Network. The no home runs tonight for the Padres, but they have 45 on the year. So 45 home runs is uh, actually near a little bit near the bottom or the middle. Middle, I should say. Middle-ish bottom is what I'll agree on in my own head, I guess. But uh, the the Padres have 45 home runs on the year. So we'll look to update that tally tomorrow. We are going to be naming our relief pitcher of the game in the next segment, and it's going to be someone that you probably know who I'm going to choose, but I don't know that I'll ever be able to put him in this title, so why not? I like to be a little bit different. I like to do things first times on the postgame show, so we'll do that when we get back, and we'll talk about tomorrow's game. We'll also give you the final totals from tonight's game, but until then, the Padres beat the Mariners 6-4. to They've won eight straight, 11 out of their last 12, and they now hold the best winning percentage in all of baseball, so if you're a Padres fan, you are pumped up, and you deserve to be pumped up, so I am Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan, and we'll be back here in a few minutes to wrap it all up. This is Blake Snell from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show. Padres win 6-4. to four. We are wrapping everything up tonight on a very good, good night for Padres fans. Leading all of baseball in win percentage. Leading the National League West. And uh, we're going to name the relief pitcher of the game for the first time maybe and the only time all season. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Well, we could say Craig Stammen is the pitcher of the game, but he got his uh, award with a win in the stat column, so he... Uh, we're going to pass on him for tonight because he has many other times he will be up for the relief pitcher of the game. But tonight we're going to go with Denelson Lamette. He went three innings. He only gave up two hits. He gave up an unearned run, and he struck out five on 41 pitches, 31 of those for strikes. So Denelson Lamette looked as good as we have seen him in the last – at least since the end of last season. I mean, he has looked pretty – it's looked different for him coming out of the bullpen – but he's looked great coming out of the bullpen, working towards being a starter. So it's great to see Denelson Lamette feeling good, looking good, looking loose, as Coach Coach said earlier. And he's going to be our relief pitcher of the game. 
All right, final totals for tonight. The Padres beat the Mariners 6-4. to four. Uh, The Padres scored six runs on eight hits. They had one error. The Mariners scored four runs on nine hits and three errors. Craig Stammen gets the win. He moves to 3-1. and one. Justice Sheffield gets the loss for the Mariners. He moves to 3-4 and four on the year. Mark Melanson ends up with his 16th save and 16 tries tonight after replacing Austin Adams in the ninth inning. Uh, Austin Adams went a third of an inning. Mark Melanson got the final two outs of the game to get the win for the Padres. The Padres, though, if there was one thing that we're going to have to complain about, it's their their runners in scoring position batting one more time. They were two for 13 tonight. Not good, but I'm not going to harp on it because they won, and it's not that big of a deal when you win. Uh, the Another good little note, the sacrifice bunt from Joe Musgrove was very vital to the Padres at that point in the game. Uh, stolen bases, Jorge Mateo stole. He got his second base stolen of the year. Profar got his seventh. Tatis Jr. got his tenth. But Profar was caught, and Tatis Jr. was caught stealing as well. The error for the Padres came on Mark Melanson's throw to first base at the end of the game. So he uh, was charged with that error. And then Ryan Weathers had a pickoff uh, earlier in the game, which he caught Hanniger sleeping at first base. So... Once again, the Padres win 6-4. to four. They've won eight in a row. They moved to 29-17 and 17 on the year. They've won 11 out of the last 12. They're going for their final game of their homestand, their nine-game homestand. And thank you to Philip Goggin. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. At, underscore, at Dr. Underscore Phil Underscore Good. He says the last time the Padres swept a nine-game homestand was May 15th through the 24th in 2009. So big stuff happening tomorrow. For the Padres, they are capable of doing something that hasn't happened in 12 years. And it doesn't get any easier for the Mariners tomorrow. The game starts at 1.10 p.m. for everybody everybody who is uh, planning on heading out to the game or watching the game or listening to the game. 1.10 p.m., Hugh Darvish will get the ball for the Padres. He has been awesome all year. He's 4-1. and one. He has a 1.81 ERA. He's got 69 strikeouts on the year. And uh, he's coming off of a seven scoreless inning, a 10 strikeout, no walk game against the Rockies earlier this week. The Padres have won eight of his nine starts. So that is good stuff. And on the other side, it was going to be Kikuchi for the Mariners, but he is feeling under the weather. So they scratched him and Justin Dunn is going to be the starter for the Mariners. He's one and two on the year. 3.63 3.63 ERA, he struck out 33. He's going to make his eighth start of the season, and he's going to do it on four days rest. Now, tomorrow, uh, it, it, he's going to be doing it on a four days rest, and he's going to have a shorthanded bullpen as well because the bullpen was hit by some of the uh, players having to go on the COVID IL for the Mariners, and they're going to have to hang out at the Omni for the next 10 days, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Obviously, if they're sick, I don't want them to be sick and all that stuff, but... Hanging out the Omni would be kind of cool. So tomorrow, Hugh Darvish takes the mound for the Padres. Justin Dunn takes the mound for the Mariners. The Padres looking to move to 30 wins on the year. They're looking to win nine straight. They're looking to sweep their nine-game homes to 9-0 and record. And uh, I could keep saying that until I'm blue in the face, and it's not going to – Padres fans aren't going to get sick of it because it's been so long since something like this has happened, and you got to feel good for the team. So final – Thought here, Padres 6, Mariners 4, and they lead all of baseball. That is what I'll leave you with. Actually, what I'll leave you with is that they lead the National League West over the Giants and the Dodgers. And then they lead all of baseball in winning percentage. So good stuff there. Thanks so much to Brian Cohen for hanging out with me tonight and running the board, being the right-hand man. Thanks to you to Adam Klug for the opportunity to do this. Thank you to uh, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. for calling the game. Thank you to Dave Marcus for being Dave Marcus and being awesome and running the game on the Petco Park side. Thank you to Karen Cerulli as well for giving me the opportunity. Thanks to Coach for joining us and all of the callers and tweeters. You guys were awesome. You guys always helped me get through the post-game show. So that is it for me. I am Matt Scraby, and the Padres win 6-4. to four. We will be with you tomorrow, pregame, 12-10 p.m., first pitch, 1-10 p.m., as they go for their 30th win on the year and their ninth win in a row. Good night, everybody.